0: This is coming up. I want to encourage you to fight the urge to want to be in a relationship because it's February. First of all, you need to know that people, okay, sorry if this is offensive, but generally, people who go into overdrive to be in a relationship in February are people who are looking for. Something as opposed to someone. And you got to be careful with those kind of people, right? What they are looking for is a false sense of romance because you're not going to get that in 13 days. Hit through be the bearer of bad news. And it's going to be really difficult to progress a relationship to the point. Where all your needs are going to be met on Valentine's Day because the reality is people who have been in relationships for a long period of time, they're struggling with the ways that their partners, husbands, wives interpret Valentine's Day anyway. So if they're not getting what they want, what makes you believe that you're going to get what you want by fast-pacing a relationship with someone for the sake of getting something. So here's the thing, stock up on the Valentine's Day candy the day after it's on sale and go hard on February 15th through about March 15th and then romantically reallocate that Valentine's Day candy in March. It will still be good, it will not have expired, nobody will die or drop out, or drop off the face of the earth, they will be like, oh my gosh, so romantic, so thoughtful. Believe me. And you will have saved 75% of your income, and you can reallocate those resources to something that really matters, like personal hygiene, self-care, a trip to the gym, healthy food something you know something that might you know be more advantageous to your life because nobody well i'm just and maybe this is the man's point of view i just don't want you to be disappointed i just don't want you to have higher expectations for other people than perhaps you have for yourself and it's just weird to be overly obsessed with a holiday to the extent that you will try to create something that's not real. So that's one. Number two, I know this might feel negative, but I'm just getting this off my chest for like everybody because I'm telling you things that everybody is thinking about. You need to take assessment of all of the men or women or whomever you are dating or talking to in your Rolodex and you need to determine what is their February 14th value. And you need to be honest about your capacity to show up on February 14th. Are you holding an expectation for someone? So what's likely going to happen? no Siri that I wasn't speaking to you. What's likely going to happen is the person that you probably want the least is probably going to be doing the most because that's how it works and the person that you want the most is not going to be doing enough. A lot of people are navigating Probably not today, because this is too early to be navigating this very serious challenge. But a lot of people will be navigating how to split their time, how to split their energy, how to split their resources to ensure that everybody who they want to continue engaging with, whatever that engagement looks like, feels seen, cared for, thought of on February 14th. So if you know that you're dating multiple people, you need to take that into consideration when you are weighing the the the, the girth of the gift that you will receive for voluntaries. If you are a person that really wants to navigate this attention, perhaps you're comparing yourself to your homegirls or whatever. This might be the perfect opportunity, like today. Is it February 3rd or February 4th? To start texting him or her or whatever. Begin those conversations now. Hey, what's up? What are you doing? What's going to get you, and this sounds terrible, but it's just the truth. What's going to get you your preferred outcome on February 14th is the investment that you make on the 4th, 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th. 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, right? What you don't want to do is start too late because if you start too late, what's going to happen is you're going to get the old wilted flowers that nobody wanted at Walmart or Target or Safeway. And you're going to know that somebody else got like those fresh voluminous roses and you got carnations that appears to be wilted because your action plan was not in place in a timely fashion. And so, whatever you're angling for, whatever you're in need of, whatever you're expecting for February 14th, you need to be starting now so that you can reap what you have sown. Right? If you're married and you have that expectation for February 14th that is not based on your partner's capacity, you need to be starting even harder. Oh, what do you mean by that? Well, if you're going to be overwhelmingly hateful because the woman in your office got flowers and you didn't, you might just want to say, please plan to send me flowers. What kind of support can I provide you? Because I want to receive them in my office because I don't want all the other women to get something. If you're a gentleman, and you are tired of going through all the February 14th of your life wondering when somebody is going to realize that you too like chocolate, it's time to set that expectation now. Hey, I want you to overdo it or underdo it, or at least try to do something. Do not assume that I'm not interested in reciprocation, particularly on February 14th. I'm giving y'all keys to the game, because here's the problem you're having these conversations too late. You're having these conversations too late and it is equating to mass disappointment. And for people like me, what's happening is the things that go on sale for 75% at Target on February 15th tend to be less quality things because you're trying to make up for what you didn't do or what you didn't plan for, and so you're taking all the good stuff. In fact, on behalf of all of us who plan to benefit from the discounts, I want to encourage you to be creative this year. Why do you have to do the same thing every day? If you did flowers and chocolate last year, think about something else today, maybe a plant, Maybe uh, uh, maybe something interesting. That's not what you did last year, because I can guarantee you that depending on what kind of woman you have, what you did last year won't be enough, okay, won't be enough. So here's the thing, February 14th, I had this one time where, um, and I was offended by this at the time, so at my church. there is um, what we call pastoral teaching, but sometimes, if the pastor is unavailable, he asks other people to fill in for him uh, based on their availability. Well, February 14th had fallen on a Thursday night, which is the night for pastoral teaching, and for some strange reason, it was noted. Not necessarily by the pastor, but by whomever was scheduling all the speakers. It was noted that I might be most likely available due to my singleness. And um, I wrestled with whether I should like talk about heartbreak or, (laughs) or something or whether I should fit in. So what I did, oh my gosh, one time Valentine's Day was on a Sunday. It was the worst thing ever because... I eat out and there was nowhere to eat out. Like everybody was at the lobster house, Red Lobster, uh, uh, Olive Garden, BJ's. Like y'all, can y'all do me a favor? Because some of us want to just have a regular meal because we're having a regular day. We cannot have a regular meal on a regular day because you are taking over the regular restaurants because you have been simple all year. And so you have determined that the best way to show up on Valentine's Day is to continue to be basic. Can you work not to be basic this year so that the people who are not going out for Valentine's Day can enjoy a regular meal without having to stand in line or wait for a long period of time because you are doing basic things on a non-basic day. Okay, so Here's the thing if you're getting flowers go to a real flower shop get started now Get started down. Hey Siri What are the what are the best flowers to get someone on Valentine's Day? She don't know okay Hey Siri What are the best flowers to get someone on Valentine's Day? I don't understand. She doesn't know. So, lay off the carnations. I don't care if they're pink, red, and off-white. Just lay off of them. Pick a new flower. Pick a new color. Think about something outside of the box. Again, the more basic you are, the more disappointed she or he or they are going to be. Now, to those of you ladies and perhaps gentlemen who, I might have already addressed this. If I did, I'm reiterating it. If you are a person who decides that February 14th is not really about your partner, but more about how people perceive your love life to be, Please consider how much that costs. Please consider how much it costs to receive flowers at your office versus how much it costs to just go home and get the flowers. If you are trying to make a performance to make people think that you are in love, I want you to step back and to consider what are the conversations that you went to the bathroom and had? What are the conversations that you've had at your cubicle that people may have overheard? What have you said about your husband, your wife, or your spouse that might cause people to wonder what the status of your relationship is? Those are the things that matter. Nobody's going to think you're lucky or in love or, 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 or overwhelmed with love on Valentine's Day because you received something that they have been listening to you all year talk negatively about the person that you're in a relationship with. Okay so consider that because I kind of feel like what's happening is you're making this day about what it's not about. I want to just say that if Valentine's Day is about celebrating love it gotta be about how the person that you are loving on interprets the celebration of love and that that mindset, that thought process might lead you to different places, again, other than Target, other than Safeway, other than Olive Garden, other than Red Lobster, if you consider it, you know, so I just had to get these things off my chest in anticipation for February fourteenth. Now, last year, I don't think I was in a relationship yet, or I think I was now talking to, to, I was doing some talking, if you will. And so I didn't find myself feeling overwhelmed with the responsibility of satisfying someone's expectations on this particular day. But I did indeed take advantage of that 75% off at Target. And I will this year. I will this year. And you might consider buying those hearts and freezing them for the year. I'm just saying, it's just mass money exchanging and you know, if you really want to be a failure, like start making your significant other things, like a card or something like that, when their narratives, their expectations around these holidays aren't gonna embrace your creativity at all. Now. Somebody says, well, you know, maybe there's an opportunity to put it into your framework what somebody's love language is. So I better talk about that. I'm going to go over what to get somebody based on their love language. And I want to warn you, it's not what you think. I just wanna say that, because what I have learned is that women are women. And if a man wants a Valentine's Day gift, just, just. So let's start with this. Now, it's important to note that I am a African-American man. I only have experience with African-American women. So I'm gonna invite you to attach your own narratives, ideas, maybe think this through within the confines of your own culture if you are not African-American and you are not male, okay? If a woman's love language is words of affirmation, you still need to get her a gift, period. If a woman's love language is physical touch, she's still expecting a gift, then physical touch. If a woman's love language is receiving gifts, no, this is not the day for creativity. Gift it is. If a woman's love language is quality time, she's still expecting a gift and quality time. If a woman's love language is acts of service, she's still expecting a gift and acts of service. So don't be fooled by this idea that this is a perfect day to respond to someone based on their love language. Gifts, gifts, gifts. Chocolate, flowers, chocolate, flowers, chocolate, flowers chocolate flowers and a card you should start going to look for a thoughtful card now and I just want to say this because of the day and time that we're living in do not buy this card at the Dollar Tree I don't care what you have to write in it if she turns it over and she sees that you pay less than six dollars 99 you you're screwed she will also judge the cover of that card to ensure that you did not get it from the Dollar Tree, go and get a $10 card. Be as thoughtful as possible, but do not assume. Yeah, I just, I feel like I'm just giving too many tips to the game. I just want to make sure that you are ready. If you're listening to this and you know that this information will be helpful, To someone who you are in a relationship with, you need to copy this. First of all, you need to say, I love this podcast. You need to hit subscribe. Will you do that? And then secondarily, you need to send this episode to them and be like, listen, Dominique Bomonte has a podcast called Season with Salt, and he's giving keys to the game for everybody in preparation for Valentine's Day. I just want to tell you how not to suck. Some of you are going to suck no matter what. I still think you should try your hardest. Because even if you you, you try your hardest, and then it's communicated to you that you sucked, at least if and when you get an apology, it'll be something nice. Now, here's the thing I want to say to the ladies. You know how I said, if her love language is words of affirmation, still give her a gift. Physical touch, still give her a gift. Receiving gifts, still give her a gift. Quality time, still give her a gift, acts of service, still give her a gift. Let me help you ladies with what you might be perceiving as a potential gift for Valentine's day. If his love language are words of affirmation, just chill on the non words of affirmation. That might be enough. If his words, if his love language is physical touch, and you are married because this is a Christian podcast, you need to be having sex if you are married. If you are not married, and you are dating, and your person's love language is physical touch, consider a handshake. (laughs) Consider multiple backpacks. Maybe a warm caress of the top of his hands. Okay, I don't know what else to tell you. I, I cannot, okay. If his love language is quality time, please note what I said about physical touch. Thank you. If his love letter is acts of service, please refer to what I said about quality time and physical touch. Okay. I don't know what else to say. I feel like I have said all that you, you guys need a scripture, you need a scripture. So let me read a scripture because you need a scripture because this is a Christian podcast. Actually, the name of this podcast is seasoned with salt because the Bible says that our words should be seasoned with salt so that we know how to answer every man. I want to remind you that there is a lot of wisdom in being wise. (laughs) Allow me to read 1 Corinthians, the 13th chapter from the Message Bible. And here's what it says. I'm just going to read it. It says, if I speak with human eloquence and angelic ecstasy, but I don't have love, I'm nothing but a creaking of a rusty old gate. If I speak God's word with power, revealing all the mysteries and making everything plain as day, and if I have faith that says to a mountain, jump, and then it jumps and I don't have love, I have nothing. If I give everything I own to the poor, I mean everything, all my shoes, God forbid, and even go to the stake to be burned as a martyr, but I don't have love, I've gotten nowhere. So no matter what I say, what I believe, what I do, I'm bankrupt without love. Love never gives up. Love cares more for others than it cares for itself. Love doesn't want what it doesn't have. Love doesn't strut. Love doesn't have swelled heads. Love doesn't force itself on others. It's always me first. It isn't always me first. Love doesn't fly off the handle. Love doesn't keep score or tabs on the sin of others. Love doesn't reveal. When others grovel, love takes pleasure in the flowing of the truth. Love puts up with anything. Love trusts God always, always looks to the best, never looks back, but keeps going to the end. Now, that is the love of God. What we have talked today is, depending on what the state of your relationship is, uh, love that is centered in friendship or love that is centered in um, marital intimacy, if you will. But you know what it might be valuable to do is to take some perspective. Take a deep look at how your relationship falls within the spectrum of the different definitions of love, because that might help you to pick a gift, let me tell you. That might lead you to less disappointment if you know where you are in your relationship what stage you are in because if you don't know what stage you're in you are going to be disappointing someone i think you can't have that that conversation with someone and say hey what are your expectations for any and all holidays most women will either be very upfront with you or very ambiguous and you'll have to figure it out through prayer and fasting asking their mom Anyway, let your words be seasoned with songs.